the Trailblazers podcast brought to you by the Golden Key University of Johannesburg student chapter. Good day, everyone, and a warm welcome to everyone who has tuned in for the special episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I am your host for today, Mr. Vincent Ateka, the Professional Development Director for the Golden Key International Honor Society UJ Chapter. And I would like to first of all start by wishing every single woman who is listening to this podcast um, just a very, very happy Women's Month. It is a special time and we really just want to celebrate all women who have had a great impact. And in honor of you, I'd like to just recite the final stanza of Maya Angelou's Phenomenal Woman, which reads... Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. And with that being said, we are joined today by a phenomenal woman indeed who embodies what being a trailblazer truly is. We are joined by none other than Ms. Debucho Mpahlele. Please, may we give a warm welcome to Ms. Debucho. Hi, Debucho, how are you? Hi, thank you so much. Um, that, that is such an intro. <laughs> and I think I've read, I've heard the Maya Angelou poem so many times, but I think I wasn't so mindful by the very last part of it. And I think that is so powerful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm good. And thank you so much for having me here today. I am honored and I love what you're doing for women, creating this platform. You know, as a male, it really means a lot to us because it says you see us and you're aware of the things that you're doing. So we are really grateful. Oshem, I definitely do appreciate you joining us today. And I think it is important, like you're saying, for us to just respect and honor women, not just in a particular month, but every single day, because women really have carried the nation on their backs for such a long time. Um, And so I think that you're actually a great reflection of um, a woman who signifies and symbolizes just power and integrity and intelligence um, in everything that you've done. I understand that you're the founder of two organizations. I understand you're currently Miss Mamelodi Sundance Gauteng 2021. You are a course curator for Pocket Finance. You're studying towards becoming a CA. You write, you sing. You are so multifaceted. So my first question is, how does Debucho do all of this? How do you manage? I think that's probably the most asked um, question in my DMs. Mm. And you know what? Balance is a myth. Um, I know we always say you can go on and do your life and you'll have this perfect balance, you know, even when women start working and having kids. And, you know, we have this idea that there is a balance. And I think I think that's something that also just puts a lot of pressure on us mm-hmm. in terms of you have to have it all figured out at the same time. But but with that with that said, it's also very important to be able to prioritize, um, you know, your things, the things that you do, and make sure that you're not just a a jack of all trades and a master of none. Because sometimes you may get into a trap of doing all these things, but nothing is actually getting done. You know, you just starting here, starting here, and no actual impact is done. Mm. And 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 how I do it is that. I, I always say that if I was to solely focus on studying every day, I would go crazy or I wouldn't actually even achieve the marks that I want to achieve because 
I wouldn't really be in a happy place, you know, mentally or with mm. myself. So, you know how every time people would take 30 minutes or one hour study break to maybe watch, I don't know, Modern Family or um, whatever they're watching on Netflix. I think for me, it's, it's, it's that break happens when, you know, I focus on Women Network Africa or the Hijang essay. You know, those one, two hours in the day whereby you look into the admin of, of things or, you know, plan out the next event or do this and do that. And I think that's how I sort of find the balance of doing things that you love, doing everything that you really love so that it does not feel like you're working or it does not feel like, you know, it's so much. And and I and I kid you not, that whole balance myth thing really happens when you do things because they really ignite that fire in you. Um, obviously, there will be days where things are, are a bit stressful, but I think when you are doing things intentionally, you always find the time to do them. You always find that, you know, 30 minutes that you could be napping, you know, you spend it on doing that particular thing or writing that article for Pocket Fin or, you know, um, and, and that, I think that's how I sort of approached um, my life and the things that I do, you know. No, I think your question. you definitely yeah. did above and beyond. Um, I think what you're saying is so important in that you f- we find ourselves being so idle and just wasting time doing things which yeah. really were yeah. helping other people make an income instead of, you know, living out our um, God-given purpose, you know. Um, and so I think I'd just like to ask you, like, do you feel like you've identified your purpose, seeing how multifaceted you are and how many yeah. projects you've embarked on? And if you do feel like you've um, identified your purpose, how does this reflect in the different projects that you've actually um, taken on? Sure, uh, that is such a beautiful question. And, you know, I always say that purpose uh, purpose isn't one thing. You know, I think we get into the trap again of thinking that, your purpose, let's say you leave high school and you get into varsity and maybe your plan is to become a CA or a doctor. Mm-hmm. And we, we then think, okay, that's my purpose, to be in corporate and be this great CA or be in medicine and be this great doctor without realizing that there's other many things that we like about, you know, in, in life in general. It could be writing, you know, you could find yeah. a bit of a purpose in that. It could be you jogging, you know, a bit of your purpose is in that. Um so so with me I really take it as I don't think I fully um I fully got into a point where I feel like this is my purpose mm-hmm. however I feel you know with getting to your purpose there's these small steps that make part of the you know of the bigger journey and and that's what makes up the purpose so me again doing things that really ignite the fire in me um I've always been an advocate for for young people and women and you know bridge just bridging the gap between you know that uh gap between opportunity and potential you know where there's a lot of people with opportunity with, with, with potential but they're not given the opportunity you know whether it be in the form of resources or in the form of you know just connecting you with the right person you know you you know sometimes if we think when 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 young people in the townships um want to do something we think that maybe we just need to give them money or you know, give them resources in the form yeah. of, um, I don't know, like tangible things. But really sometimes it's about, you know, imagine a Connie Ferguson come to you and talk to you and tell you that you two are worthy because, you know, of their life story. I think even things like that really, you know, shift something in you. And 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 I think that's how I've sort of tapped into different things that I love doing. They all have a story 
behind them as to why and why I started and started them and why I started them at that particular time when I started them. Um, and and yeah, I always I always try and do everything with intention. Um, you know, I, th- I think one thing I, I forgot to mention when you were introducing me is that one thing about me is that I am a woman after God's heart and everything that I do, it's 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 so intentional. I, I pray. I pray about everything. You know, Women Network Africa, the name itself, I prayed about for for two years. Mm. You know, Lee Jang essay, I prayed about the name, not even just, you know, the actual project, but just the name. Yeah. And, you know, how, you know, sometimes when people just hear the name or something and they strongly just affiliate with it and they just, they just want to be on board in terms of, you know, sponsoring you or working with you. So, so yeah, it's it's that's just been my my life. I feel I am still working towards my bigger purpose, but I feel the little steps that I've been taking leading up to that um, have been godly ordained, um, mainly because I feel I've been able to succeed um, in the bits of those you know different steps that I've I've been embarking on, mm. and and yeah, I'm an, I'm a work I'm a work in progress. Yeah. That is so. That is so beautiful. And you know, the, the crazy thing is, you you're making me want to ask you a thousand one questions. And I hate that we don't have enough time. Like, I want to just keep on asking Go you so many it. things. You're tackling so many things, like the importance of representation, um, the impo- yeah. the idea that you don't have to have everything figured out. Because I think that, especially as young people in our early twenties, we have this false narrative that if you don't have an idea of where you want your life to go then you, you're already a failure you yeah. know and we forget yeah. to understand that life is a journey that you have to take you're just taking it day by day you're taking a single step in the right direction That's whether you true. fall off the bandwagon it's okay but as long as you're you know putting in the effort and I think it reflects yeah. very well there's an article you wrote and published on LinkedIn ent- entitled um, 21 days of metamorphosis right um yeah. i think it was just before or right when the lockdown had started lockdown. and you were basically discussing the, the, the very importance first time, of yeah. growth and you know just evolving and self-reflection um and i think it was actually quite significant that you started a few of your projects during the lockdown so i'd like to ask yeah. you um like when you started women network africa when you took part of um miss mamalodi sundowns how was that? Um, yeah. How was that project for you? And how did it foster the growth in you? And how did it challenge you to become the person you are today? Sure. Um, wow, these questions are so beautiful. Like I've never, <laughs> I've never heard such beautiful questions. Thank you. <laughs> and and thank you for actually even taking the time to go through the articles. And sure, um, Women Network Africa. Let me okay. Let me start with the lockdown part. And I think. Um, with what I've said in the article that really when COVID-19 hit, you know, that, 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 that scripture that says that, you know, many are the plans of men, but, but, but God is the one who basically decides you yes, know, yes. what will happen in your life and how things will go. You may yeah. have your own plans, but, but always make way or room for, for God's decisions and for life to just happen. Mm. And that's something that a lot of us fail to do. I think even myself, because I had everything planned out and what I'm going to do in the year 2020. And then lockdown or COVID happened and it was just like, what now? Mm. And what that really forced us to do is that to have self-introspection. You know, we're so quick to look at other people's lives on social media and say, oh, she's doing this, she's not doing this. You know, she should be doing it like this. Or, yes, you know, but uh... we never, we never, we never get time to, look at ourselves and why are we projecting these insecurities on other people why are we saying these things why are we thinking a certain way 
And what that lockdown really said to us is that sit down with yourself mm. and, 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 you know, you, you sometimes, you sometimes are so busy, you know, you know, that saying like busy securing bags, you know, but, yes. <laughs> but are you really, you know, are you in a good space mentally, you know, mm. without the bags and all, let's take away those. How are you, you know, do you know yourself? Do you know your why? Mm. And, and that, that we is going to, to push you throughout your life. And, I, I had a lot of those moments where obviously I was doing a lot of self-introspection and thinking about a lot of things from a long-term point. Mm-hmm. So I kid you not, the Women Network Africa idea came about when I was 18 years old, I think two years ago, because um, um, I turned 20 on the 17th of March this year. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that I did when, when, when the idea came about, like I said, I'm a very prayerful person. I remember the name really came about when I was, I don't know what I was thinking about, but Woman Network came to my mm. heart and I was like, okay. And then I created an Instagram page. You know those ghost accounts where there's, there's no profile picture, it's just the name. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I created, I created the page. Uh, at first it was just Woman Network. And then again, I think a few weeks later, then I thought of, I was like, no man. This vision is, is is bigger than South Africa. This vision is really for for Africa, you know, as a whole. And I was yeah. like, and I went back and I was like, Women Network underscore Africa, and I left it. So I was so scared of now putting it out there to the world. You know, mm. I think for those two years leading up to this year, I had so many, you know, like imposter syndromes, and when when that starts kicking in, and also just thinking. You have this vision, yes, but what if people don't back you? What if women don't actually even show up at these events or, yeah. you know, and everything? I had all these the, these um, voices in my head. Um, but, but what I love about creating that Instagram account at that time is that it kept, it kept me accountable. That, you know, every time when I'd log into my personal account, I'd always see that account with mm. no profile picture but i would be like this is something that i still want to implement you know Mm. know? and what that lockdown did was that if if not now then when um i remember i had a podcast and you know when you're talking in podcast and some words just come out without you really being mindful of it and she quoted she quoted a part where i was saying that you know just start whatever it is that you want to do just start um Mm. if you fail you'll fail, but you'll figure it out either way. Mm. And those words, my own words, <laughs> you know, kept on <laughs> kept on paying in my head. And you know what? This year I was like, I'm implementing this. And it's time, hey? It's time. And then that's when I did the whole logo design again, very intentional with, you know, women holding each other in a chain-like form because it's a network. And I remember when I put out the idea first um, to to my Instagram on my personal page, people were just like, yes, you know, I, mm. I want this initially. I wanted it to be for 30 people. And then um, people were like, no, please increase the limit to 60. Uh, I was like, okay, now you guys are pushing it a bit. So then I increased the li- limit to, to, I increased the limit to, to 60. Um, mind you, at this point, I don't even have a venue idea or whatever um, so i was hey. like okay <laughs> yeah i was just i was just running with hope you know that those things we read in the scripture and now you actually have to implement them it's hard mm. but i was i was like okay i'm actually doing this but then my other biggest fear was you know how we are so quick to say 
yeah, I'll support you. I'll buy this. I'll do this. I'll attend. But then yeah. when it's time for you to buy your ticket, it's like... No show. False support. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that was my biggest uh, fear. But then, you know what? I never really let it get it to me. So then what I did was um, I, I planned out everything, approached sponsors, again, the intention of the name and the vision and the aim, everything that I've been working towards in the two years. Because in the two years, I was perfecting my aim my vision and everything that you know when you now start selling yourself to the world they can buy into your vision mm. and i already had that ready and i remember approaching sponsors like glamour magazine signature cosmetics and workshop 17 in santon for the venue which mm. they would usually charge a person fifteen thousand for the day but they gave us for free on the day glamour magazine was on board signature cosmetics and so many of these other the deco lady did our deco for free uh, the person who was working on my website, you know, that too was just pro bono work. And uh, to say that all the prayer and all those, the two years was necessary, you know, mm. and, 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 and really be intentionally building. Again, it goes back to intentionally building. Um, and it's that thing of, you know, when you have a dream and an idea in your heart, you know, God, God will always give you the resources to fully fulfill it. You know, Amen. he'll never put an idea in your heart without, you know, giving you the, the the necessary things that will help you to bring that vision into life, especially if you are intentional about why you're doing it and the lives that you want to impact. Yeah. And and I kid you not, when I went live with the tickets, I was like, you can go now buy your tickets on our website. They sold out, the 60 tickets sold out in, in three hours on oh. that day. That's crazy. And people were like, please increase it, at least say 80 people. And then I was like, okay, I'll say 75, but then I'll do the a flash sale of the 50 tickets tomorrow morning. Yeah. And then I announced it the time, literally in the in the hour the following morning, they were sold out. And this is even a month before the actual event took place. Cause I was trying, I think my planning around that was that I want to sell the tickets at least a month before so that it gives me time to in the 30 days sell the tickets you don't yeah. actually go door to door or instagram dms dms telling people to to, to buy the tickets mm. little did i know that my god you know works differently and he, he this is it you know it was godly ordained and again it sold out in in literally a few hours and mm. i am so grateful for the support we received so when i say lockdown had an impact obviously but also the two years you know of me not obviously just sitting on the dream but really working on it intentionally mm. and you know working i think sometimes we think working on something means you being out there and people really knowing about it you no know, sometimes working on your dream at, at you know at behind the curtain means you really being intentional about why you're doing this True. you you True. you're looking at youtube videos on if I was to have my first event, this is how it wanted to be. Or, you know, mm. this is this is the structure. This is, I already had everything planned out. I already had, you know, when they say the aesthetics of everything, I had all of that in my head, in my vision. And I just needed the time where God will say, go, go off, now just go time, do it now. Eh? And, and yeah, that's how, you know, Women Network Africa came about. And the first event was... Yeah, it was amazing. It was it went way beyond, you know, what I had expected and the the responses and now people 
uh, on my case about the second one. Um, love it, love it, <laughs> which love I it. am excited <laughs> about. Um, yeah, so the lockdown really did help me to. Oh, and then with Miss Primary Design Dance, um, I think it's the same thing. I've things is we have always wanted to enter like you know imagine like Miss Essay, but I've never. Mm. I've always been. You know, it's that thing where you're like I'll do it later in my life, mm. but you never put any step in in place to mm. like enter any kind of pageant to sort of you know actually do that and want to be in that space yeah. so when miss mamari sundance came about i remember again just praying um that god i want something new i want something different yes i see i'm doing work with bdsa and women that took africa but i also felt like i wasn't fully fulfilled with me like mm. there was still something missing in me where Yes, I'm doing these things for other people, which I love doing. Um, but also, you know, there's this this thing where I was still fighting some insecurities of actually entering pageants, and then I felt I had to fill that void at some place and at some point. Mm. And again, with that thing of intention, that God, you know, is this the right time? And I I don't know what happened, but I, I just saw myself entering, um, <laughs> and sending through my my entry <laughs> online, and and yeah, things things have worked out. Um, that thus far, and and I'm learning so much from the journey, and and really my my also my view on beauty pageants really changed. It's not yeah. so much about who's the prettiest in the room, but really, you know, there's like a thing of we've we've seen the work that you've been doing. Um, mm. you know, how can we better afford you this bigger platform for you to continue the work that you have been doing? And I think that's my view. And and again, you know, I think it's so important when you get into pageants to have that tunnel vision where you focus on you and what is it that you bring in, um, mm, so that mm. when the journey ends, you'll be like, I give it my all. Um, even if you don't win, it's a thing of you know there was someone who was just as deserving, you know, of 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 this, so that you don't you don't now try and be something that you're not in the journey trying to m- mimic what other girls are doing yeah. on their social media pages, but really still still trying staying true. So when you win, you win on the basis of this is something that you would have naturally did on a, on any other day, just on a bigger on a bigger platform on a bigger yeah. scale, yeah. and 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 yeah, that's, that's how that came about. And hoping, crossing fingers that you know we do win the actual crown. Uh, but but either way, I think just winning or representing my province on its own really means a lot to me. No, that is that is absolutely wonderful. How you've been able to just immerse yourself in so many things, and how how centered everything is around God. I think that a lot of the time we want to add God into the equation on the way, you know, yeah, instead of really yeah. sitting down and saying, "Okay, God, oh, what are your things plans aren't breaking out. You know, we yeah. go to Him as like a last minute kind of you know source, and it really shouldn't be the case. Um, but I think one thing that really stuck out for me out of everything you said was how you essentially. You were kind of the one who motivated yourself, based off of someone reiterating your own words to you. You know, right? Um, <laughs> I think that's yeah. actually that's so wild. <laughs> how you end up actually preaching to yourself, and I think it's 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 sort of significant in that a lot of the time we are afraid of doing things, and we kind of need that push and that nudge, and just that person that we can really look up to and admire. You know. Um, and I think in that regard, it's, it really does reflect the importance of representation, whether it be in media, whether it be um, in our very own life, just people being transparent on different platforms. So with, with someone who has so much going on for them and who clearly has, you know, a high 
um, profile in, in the society. How do you think that you've been able to reflect or be that positive representation for young Black women around South Africa and in Africa as a whole? Sure. Um, I think it goes back to, um, I was watch, I was actually listening to a, a sermon by Stephen Furtick mm-hmm. last week sometime, and he was just talking about the truth, you know, um, have you been lying? I think the title of the message was, have you been lying to yourself? In a mm. sense that, you know how in, in, in the word, there's a truth about you that's already written, you know, it's already for you. And in, in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, God says, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to make you prosper, not to harm yes. you, right? Yes. Um, and there's so many other things, so many other truths, and not even biblical truths, but just truths about, you know, you are the you are confident, you are a go-getter, you're capable of achieving all your dreams. Just all those affirmations, right? Mm. And sometimes when you go through hardships or certain uh, things that hinder us from reaching to that truth, we forget about our truth and we, we start absorbing the truth that the world is telling us about ourselves at that moment, that you're not Definitely. worthy of this, you know, yeah. of this platform you're not you you're not confident enough I'm, sh- I'm i'm a quite shy person in as much as you know when i'm given a platform i i show up for you know mm-hmm. and i and i really give it my all but in in all essence i'm not the most um bubbly if i can say <laughs> um, person. I'm <laughs> i am such an introverted um person but who shows up every time i have to show up mm. um and and not that i'm wearing something that i'm not but it's something that's within me but you know, sometimes it just takes that 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 platform for more, for me to really be out there. Um, but naturally, I'm not the most bubbliest person, and I think that's something I've always struggled with because I I always um, again I, I I took it as my truth that if you're not if not if you're not that type of person, it's going to be so hard for you to to be in spaces like social media and really still um, send out your message across in terms of the impact that you're trying to gain. Mm. Um, you know, without having to be a certain way. And, and 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 that's something I'm learning that it's okay for you to live in the truth because people resonate with your truth. You know, my truth is that I am a God-fearing person and, and I am so boldly and loud about that. And and then that's part of my truth. And there's not everyone obviously isn't on the same journey as me, but there's so many other young people who resonate with that that you know you don't find it so often on Instagram where someone talks about God being at the center of their lives as often you know yeah. and and that part of your truth becomes um a bigger part of someone else's you know truth or journey and it really affirms them in that way and mm. i think that's how i've sort of uh, been able to stay true to myself as sort of knowing um my why and again knowing my truths and 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 to, and holding on to it so that even when obviously you know things don't work out for me I understand that the no in that particular season meant next opportunity mm. or, you know, whatever thing that was happening in that season, it's a thing of what is God, you know, teaching me? What is my assignment in the season? But, you know, what I'm going through is not me. It's not my truth. Yeah. And, and I think we, we really need to take that approach to a lot of things. And that, again, you living fully in your truth, believe me or not it would actually help someone else you know i get so many young people's dms that really affirm me i know sometimes for them it's just they just typing and saying inspire me a lot mm. but but you know when people actually take the time to say I, I just love the way you really include god in everything that you do and you inspire me so much to you know sometimes people think you can't be a ca and be a model at the same time you know because yeah. it's like hey, bro, 
Um, <laughs> but you really can be, <laughs> you really can be anything that you you want to be, as long as it's your as long as it's it's your truth, and you're you're not mimicking someone else's journey of purpose. Yeah. And and I think that's how I've sort of still stayed true to who I am. And and I think it has reflected, you know, to the people had to reflect on, you know, mm. and. And and yeah, and I think uh, the one thing I always like saying is Tyler Perry. I think it was the BET Awards, and he gave a speech where he was like, "Our dreams are tied onto other people's dreams." You know, so oh, many yeah. people are looking at to yeah. us to 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 succeed in something for them to also realize that oh, actually, my dream is also valid. Mm. Um, you know, with my journey, I come from a township called Davidson, and you know, people who come from the same township now see me and think, if Devoko could can do it, you know, surely. I too, you know, can do it. If if even people in high school know that I'm not the, um, I was I was shy in my rig. Like I was that girl who I felt so guilty to eat in class. So I've never oh, ever shame. in my life eaten <laughs> eaten sweets in class. Um, and I was quiet in that. You know, when a teacher is asking the class who's making noise, and they all say the boha, and he'll laugh because he knows there's no way. You know, <laughs> there's no way at <laughs> that, all. That was that was me throughout my high school, and at times, obviously, I, I got stuck in the, oh my goodness, what if, what if, you know, I'm supposed to change who I am at the core just so that you know the world can see me a certain way, and and I now realize that you know what, that is you, that is your truth, and so many people love you for you, you know, and and that is okay and then yeah no shame that is absolutely that that is the honest truth <laughs> to put it simply you know <laughs> um and it reminds me of marion yeah. williamson's williamson sorry poem um i think it's mm-hmm. our greatest fear the ending where she says um and as we let our own light shine um yeah. we unconsciously give the other ultimate, people yeah. permission to do the same permission you know? to do the same oh, so in you that. living your own truth you're allowing I others you, to that live, is you know? my favorite that is my favorite i don't know if it's a poem or i remember watching and the Bee. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i remember watching akita and the Bee, and i was in grade grade eight or something and mm. The part where they were like, you know, our biggest fear is not that we are inadequate, but our biggest fear is that we are powerful. powerful beyond beyond. Come on we now. We <laughs> often ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and all these things? But mm, who are you not, not to, be? to be? And that has been my mantra and my my go-to quote for no, my I life. Think that's something so that it's, it's actually amazing that you... It's amazing that you've actually made reference to that piece. So I think great minds yeah. think alike. We need to have like a poetry session right? one day and just like look <laughs> exactly. at all these things. Um, because I know it even Feels appeared in Coach me. Carter. Um, one of the scenes where yeah, this guy just yeah. went through a lot of struggles. His co- his cousin ended up passing away. Then he came back and he recited that poem to Coach Carter, he and it was a very powerful moment. Um, ah, I hate that it's we already exhausted our time. Because I, I think we need to make this uh, podcast like an hour. I think that's what needs to happen. We do. We <laughs> but do. Um, as we wind down, I'd just like you to give um, a word of encouragement to, let me mm-hmm. say your younger self, the reserved, quiet Debo, who felt like she wasn't very deserving yeah. of so many things and who was so timid. Um, so in just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a challenge. In 30 seconds, okay, what would you tell to younger Debo today? um i'd say you are enough um that little squeaky voice or that shyness in you is is what the world needs to see 
because there's so many other girls who are like you and they'll resonate with you. But you being like that does not mean that you don't have anything to offer to the world. So everything that you have to offer to the world is valid and do it. Just do it. Um, even when you don't feel ready, just go for it. Um, because even if you're at the back of the line, but it means your time, God will move you to the front. I don't mm. know if that was 30 seconds, but... <laughs> maybe 31, maybe 32, but it's but okay. <laughs> I'm sure if Nike ever listens to this, they're going to be so happy hearing just do it. They will sign you, you know, off just... with the ambassadors. <laughs> but thank you so Be much, Tabucho, for joining yeah. us today. It has been an honor and a privilege um, conversing with you. To everyone who's been listening to this, remember, as Tabucho said, you are enough. You are adequate. Mm-hmm. You have everything you need in you. And just just do it. Just do it. So thank you so much, Tabucho, once again. It was an absolute Thank pleasure. you so much for having me. Um, I really enjoyed this. That it went by so quickly. It really feels like it's been right. talking for five minutes, but it's okay. <laughs> well, we can it's always okay. have a part two at some point, but thank you again. And yes, this is Vincent Ateca signing out from the Trailblazers podcast. We hope you have a wonderful day and have a great time, guys.